Welcome to Real Talk Sis Podcast. This podcast was created to help motivate women step into the best versions of themselves while keeping God in the center. Being a woman is not easy, especially when life throws so many obstacles your way. It's sometimes easy to lose faith in God, self-control, discipline, and confidence. It can sometimes feel like you're alone in a battle, even being a believer in Christ. I pray that this podcast will help you in different areas of your life, from getting closer with God, to relationships, mental health, credit, and so much more, sis. I love you, and let's get into today's episode. What's up, sis? It is officially the first episode of 2022. Like, this is our second episode, but the first episode of 2022. And I really just want to ask you, sis, how has the new year been treating you? How have you been feeling? Do you feel energized this new year? You got some new goals set. You want to accomplish a couple things. Let me know. Like, I really care about how your new year is starting. So during this episode, we're going to be talking about stepping into the new year fearless and disciplined. I feel like these two topics are so, so important because to be completely honest, walking into fearless, walking into the new year fearless or just being fearless and discipline and overcoming my fear is one of the best things that I have ever done. I really feel like today in society and the way that people are, I feel like we are our own worst critics. And most of the time, it's us holding back for our destiny due to fear. I really feel like we focus too much on what we don't have rather than what we do have. I know if you could relate, I delayed this podcast for so long because I was so focused on what I did not have. I was so focused on not having the right camera, not having the microphone. Oh, and by the way, sis, shout out to my best friend because your girl is official. She got me a microphone and headphones, and I don't know if you can hear the difference, but sis, we are actually the real deal. Your girl got a microphone. But anyways, so I was so focused on the things that I didn't have, and it was really prolonging me from starting this podcast from doing what I had the desire to do and it held me back for so long and I came across um something that my mentor had told me one day and I really took heed of it and she's like you know you have what you have is all you need what you have is all you need what are you waiting for why are you waiting when all you have is what you need You got God, and he's really all you need. But you have everything. You have a phone, right? You have an iPad, right? So start the thing. And I had had got an iPad Pro at the time, and I I still didn't start the podcast. 
So one of my main things is all you have is all you need. I promise you, sis, your favorite influencer did not have the best camera, the best microphone, or whatever they needed to start their business. They did not have it all. Like, of course, people's quality and the things that they have, it gets better as time goes on. You know, they might... Um, invest in a new camera invest in a microphone just like I did my best my best friend actually invested into this microphone for me so that my quality could be better but soon I want to upgrade um you know my laptop I want to upgrade um even my my headphones like I want to upgrade things but right now what I have is all I need to start this do not be fear do not have fear in your heart And that fear is causing you from stopping what God has told you to do. So because this episode, um, this podcast is really a faith-based podcast. And I really want to encourage you guys with the word of God. Because scripture is what gets me through everything in my life. It's what helped me overcome fear. It's what helped me step out on faith. It's what helped me with so many areas of my life. And it even says in the Bible to the that scripture is more useful and better and powerful than a double-edged sword. It says that in the book of Hebrews. And when I read that, I'm like, wow. Like, that's how powerful scripture is. It can cut through marrow. It can cut through bones. It can cut through spirits. So we want to make sure that we're utilizing the scripture and I want to encourage you guys with scripture because we are, this podcast is about our walk with Jesus, walk with Christ and scripture is what helped me get through a lot of adversity in my life. So um, my scripture for today is Joshua 1, 7 through 9 and it says, be strong and be very courageous. Be careful to obey the law my servant Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to do the right or the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So let's just take a pause on that for a minute. Like, there is no, before we even get into how to step into the new year fearless and disciplined and everything, I just wanted to let you know, sis, God is all you need. And he's telling you right here in scripture, why are you afraid? Don't be afraid. That that feeling of fear is not of God. Don't be afraid. You be strong and you be courageous. Do not be discouraged. God is with you wherever you go. That's like God is your bodyguard. Everywhere you go, he's with you. So why should we have fear? We shouldn't have fear. Fear is not of God. God is not fear. So when we have, when we're feeling fearful about something, go back to a scripture to encourage you. 
go back to this scripture to encourage you. I know I have it posted on my wall. Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord God is with you wherever you go. He's going to be with you in your adversity. He's going to be with you in confusion. God is going to be with you in things that you're going through that you feel like he's not with you. He's with you. And he always shows up at the right time. It might not be when you want him to show up, but guess what? God is going to show up at the time you need him the most. Right? He shows up whenever, but I'm just, he always shows up. But what I'm saying is, like, when you, he's going to show up. Sometimes in this journey, you may feel like he's not coming through. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Sometimes we go through stuff and we're like, hey, God, where are you? Sometimes you might really have to look for him. Like, come on, God. But he's there. And he's there. And guess what? He be showing up at the right time. And if you know what I mean, you just know what I mean. Like, seriously, that's what he does. And you'd be like, you was right here, Jesus. I knew that was you, God. I knew it. I knew it. He never fails you. He never fails you. So I want you to remember that before we get into this first topic. is to be strong and be courageous. Never fear. Never fear because God is always with you. So let's get into our first topic. Our first topic is becoming fearless this year. Just stepping into this new year completely fearless. I want to tell you something. Being fearless is having faith. Okay? The opposite of faith is fear. As a believer in Christ, where you fear shows your lack of faith. Even when you don't have the answers to start the business, when you don't have the answers to write the book, start the membership. When you are given a vision or an idea from God, he won't give you all the answers right there and then a lot of the times. That's why it's important to trust him. Now you're no longer leaning on your own understanding. That goes back to us wanting everything before we even started. You want the you want God to tell you exactly what to do and where to go and how's it going to go and what camera to buy and what 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 uh exactly what color to be wearing and God is not going to give you the full detail. My pastor had said something to you. Either God gives you the mountain and not the route or he shows you the route and not the mountain. Like He's going to give you enough to have faith to fall through with it. And all you need is a little bit. All you need is a little bit. You don't need for him to tell you everything, right? God, when you have an, um, a, a vision from God, right? The vi- when the vision is way bigger than you, then you know that it's a God-given vision. And you, God knew that He that you was going to need him for that vision. He knew that you was going to need him to get through that vision, that dream. He knew you was, was, was going to need him, right? That's why a lot of the times when we have a vision that's beyond us, we a lot of the times we feel inadequate. We feel that 
we don't have all the qualifications to do what it is that he's calling us to do or what we dream to do or, you know, yeah, what he's calling us to do, what God is putting, placing on our hearts because he puts the desires that he wants for us on our hearts, right? And a lot of the times when God gives you a vision that's bigger than you, you feel inadequate. And I want you to tell, and I want to tell you that it's okay to feel like that because that's just God telling you he has the qualifications. He's not inadequate for the job. So you need to rely on him and lean on his understanding and seek him so that he can follow you through that. So that he can tell you and guide you where to go. He is all you need. He gives you everything that you need. He gives you the qualities that you didn't even know that you had on the inside of you. I tr- I promise you, sometimes, you will, not even sometimes, you will be surprised by your own actions. You will be surprised that the Holy, what the Holy Spirit would do in the inside of you. So don't let your fear hold you back from your gifts and your purpose. Because holding back from that can block somebody else's blessings. Being fearful of walking into your purpose will block somebody else's blessings. It's blocking what God has gifted you to do. Because God is always thinking of the next person. The next person that will be pushing in the pushed into purpose the next person that will give their life to jesus god is always thinking about other people when he blesses you so don't hold back on your gift because that can stop somebody from walking into their purpose holding back on their gift your your testimony can be the answer to somebody's breakthrough so it's important to push through and know That being fearless is having faith. Having faith in what God is calling you to do. Having faith in yourself. Having faith in that vision. You might not have all the answers, but you know what? You got to push through. You got to push through. And you know what? That goes into my second point. Is being fearless is not easy. Always easy, sis. It's not always easy. You have to push through in your down moments. If you find yourself stuck in fear, I want you to ask yourself, where is my faith currently at? Are you having very little faith in what you're trying to accomplish? Have you been praying about this fear? Have you been prophesying over this fear? When you find yourself starting to lack faith in something, automatically start praying and turn to God. Automatically start prophesying over that fear. I, that is so important. You know, when Jesus knew he was, because Jesus knew he was going to get crucified, he knew his purpose. He knew what he had to do. And when G, when it was coming to the point where he knew that they were looking for him, and he told the, the two disciples to go and pray, and he was going to go on his own and pray. Right? And Jesus was even a little fearful because he knew he was going to die. He knew he was going to be nailed up on that cross. So he started praying to God. Literally, it said that he was praying so hard that he his tears would turn into blood. That's how 
hard he was praying. So it's important that, and we need to, it's important. He's our best example. We should be more like Jesus. We should want to be more like Jesus. So when we feel any type of fear, automatically turn to God. Automatically start praying. Automatically start prophesying over that fear. When you start to walk in obedience of God, the enemy, the enemy will try to use any little thing to make you feel scared, to make you feel unqualified. He will find everything under the sun, sis, to make you not pursue what God is calling you to do. That is why it's so important to pray when you feel like this. Turn to God and allow him to cast all the way. It says, don't be anxious. Don't be worried. Don't cast all your problems onto him. That's what he wants you to do because he can handle that. We might not be able to handle that. We can't handle all that pressure. We, we, we got to cast that onto God so that he can take care of that. And I promise you, after prayer and after time with God, you won't feel the same about that situation. You won't. Use the example of Jesus. Remind yourself what Jesus did. And after um, coming out of that prayer, he was ready. He was ready. When they came up to, to um, arrest him and, and take him back <clears throat> to get ready to, you know, figure out exactly what they were going to do and crucify him and do, like, read, if you read the New Testament, it, will, it talks about all that. But he, Jesus knew what they were going to do. And that's why he's like, now I'm ready. I'm ready. I know what my purpose is. I know what my father is calling me to do. And that's why when it was done, the Jesus' words was, it's finished. It's finished. His purpose is finished. What God called him to do was finished. And now he was going home where he belonged in heaven on the right side of God. Right? So it's important to make sure that we know that being fearless is not always easy. You're going to go on our walk with God. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. We're still going to go through adversity. We're still going to go through hurdles. Just because we're Christians and we believe in God doesn't mean that our life is perfect. Doesn't mean that we're not going to go through things. The enemy is still at work. We have to know that when we are going through those things, we need to turn to God. We need to turn to God. And we need to pray. Right? And and get through that adversity. What makes being fearless so easy, or at least a little easy, is always remembering what God has for you is for you. No human in this world, sis, can close the door that God has opened for you. Doors. Let me put an S behind that. No human can close any doors that God has opened for you. At all. Like, what he has for you is for you. You just got to get to the door, sis. Which takes our participation. God wants to partnership with us, sis. T 
T.D. Jakes was talking about this, how God wants partnership with us. He wants to partnership with you. He wants you to know that he got your back. He wants you to prosper. He has plans to prosper you and not to harm you. But I want you to also keep in mind, how are we supposed to know the plans that he has for us unless we seek him all the time? Unless we seek him daily? Unless we seek him in everything that we do, relationships, business, opportunities, everyday life, everyday life. God said, it says in the Bible, those who seek him will find him. We have to seek him in everything that we do. We can't think that we can just conquer everything on our own because we cannot, we cannot. Like, I need us to be a little bit more humble. I had to ask God, God, help me walk in humility more. Help me be humble to you, God. Help me be humble to everybody. Make sure that I know that I am not better than anybody in this world. Anybody. And the only perfect person is Jesus. That's it. And all we can do is be try to be like him. And we're not perfect, but we're progressing. And we're progressing every single day. So I want you to really, really think about that. All right? So we're going to go into um, discipline, which is our next topic. Our next topic is being disciplined this year. Because discipline takes you motivation. Discipline takes you places motivation can't. And that's on period. Like, that is on period, sis. We have to stop making excuses for ourselves to prolong things. Like, seriously, excuses are just ways that you are just justifying poor behavior. The difference between that person that is successful and living on God's promise versus someone who operates in fear is never getting things done. It's discipline. Nobody that you admire got anywhere they are today based off excuses it took hard work it took discipline it took consistency it took dedication you have to want it for yourself it's not good enough for God to want it for you sis he could do all the work trust me he can he's a mighty God we serve a mighty God but he could do all the work but what is the testimony and blessing in that How are you supposed to help other people if God just does everything for you? Like, what what are you going to tell? What advice can you give to anybody? What miracle is in that? I mean, I I guess that is a huge miracle if you just sit back and God does everything for you. But, sis, we're not, we're like... He didn't even do that for Jesus. Jesus had to do do his job when he was here. Jesus had a purpose. Jesus had to, to share the gospel. He had things he had to do. We have things we have to do. We have to make sure that we are being disciplined this year and being consistent this year. Like, that is so important. It takes hard work to get where you want to go right and he wants partnership with you sis he wants partnership with you he wants your loyalty he wants your commitment your dedication your obedience and your faithfulness god wants it all 
This is why it's important when we are doing something that you want to be successful in to make sure that you're passionate about it. Make sure that you can stay dedicated to that. Make sure you were determined to do whatever it is. This is a continuous journey of self-evolving, sis. That's the special part about spiritual growth. You're not just learning about God, but you're learning about you. One of the goals to spiritual growth is the transformation of self. Remember that God will only elevate you to the capacity that you are willing to believe for. If you are only believing in God for that he can only do a little bit, he's going to give you a little bit. If you're believing for extravagant things, if you're believing for something big, God is going to give you the capacity of what you believe for. So start believing in bigger sis. Start believing for that thing. Start having faith for that thing. That's what he wants. That's what he wants to see. He wants you to believe in that. He wants you to know, I can I can conquer all things through, through Christ within me. He wants to know that you really stand on that and you really believe that. So let's get into our first point of... Um, how to work on being disciplined this year. Honestly, routines are so important. Like, I cannot stress this enough. Routines are important. Your morning and evening routines are important. Starting off your day with a routine will keep you in alignment with your goals. And most importantly, starting off your day with God will keep you alignment in everything. Like, for me personally, I always have to start off my day with God. My morning routine starts with starting off my day with God. Because that is the most important thing to me. You know? I'm going to, and it's all about prioritizing too. But we're going to get into prioritizing later, you know, in a little bit. But I do want to say that for me, morning morning and evening routines are so important to me. Like, just starting off my day with God, just knowing how good he is. And it just makes me automatically start off with gratitude. Doing my devotional in the morning helps me open up my spiritual senses, my spiritual senses and um, my discernment. It helps me with my discernment throughout the day. It helps me get revelation from God so that I'm able to listen to what he might want to tell me or guide me into today. Like, I might just wake up wanting to, I just wake up wanting to be obedient to him and what he wants me to do, even when it comes to business. I want to be led by the Holy Spirit. We have that advantage of having Holy Spirit by our side, our side, guiding us. You know, it's not like the old days anymore, like the Old Testament where God spoke to us through clouds and rocks and, you know, we could see him face to face like Moses. Like, God, that's the whole reason of Jesus coming down and Jesus dying for our skin. He left us with the advantage of Holy Spirit. And we have to take that advantage. And he guides us into into every day, every moment of our lives, of our days. 
So in the morning, I feel it's important to fuel your spiritual self, fuel your spirit and, and spend time with God, getting your mind right, having your devotional time, writing out. And then after that, go into writing um, what you got to do for the day. But that's my morning routine. My morning routine is spending time with God. And after I spend my time with God, then I prioritize what I have to get done in the day. Because usually my schedule is really hectic. But we're going to go to into, we're going to talk about consistency and structure to obtain your goals in a little bit. But right now, I really just want to stress the fact of how to get into being more disciplined, start off with routines for yourself. Start having morning and evening routines. So to share with you what I do in the evening, what I do in the evening is I I take the time to reflect on my day. I take the time to think about everything that I have accomplished today. I start implement, I just actually started implementing evening routines in my schedule and they have definitely helped me. Like I um, listened to several podcasts and actually my mentor, my mentor was telling me this. He's like, even have a evening routine. Don't just, you know, be content with a morning routine. You need something to, you know, you need to reflect on your day. You need something to lean back on, lean back on God. You know what I mean? And, and think about, you know, take a step for a moment, be still for a moment and, and just notice, you know, your how your day went reflect on it i noticed that too like um also i like to um read my sermons like i literally have a routine like i've gotten to the point where my relationship with god is like i kind of know when he wants to speak to me because i have developed this uh relationship of you know i have my moments where i sit still whether it's in my car or a lot of the times God likes to speak to me in the shower and he always speaks in a lot of the times he speaks to me while I'm driving home and I'm praying um that's just ways that I have found out that God really uh speaks to me because I in those moments I have developed um in develop the time to just be still in those moments and you know glorify him and just be quiet sit in silence see what he wants to tell me I usually pray on my way home and a lot of the times he speaks to me through my prayers and then sometimes if I'm praying about something and I might not have gotten full clarity on it or sometimes I have gotten clarity on it and he confirms it to me while I'm in the shower sometimes because a lot of the times in the shower I'm just thinking about him I'm focusing on him I'm focusing on you know hearing from him and just being quiet and and opening up my ears to hit to what he wants to tell me so I notice having that routine and being like disciplined on my routine and being consistent with that routine it gives me um, it makes me want to do it no more because I just feel like, okay, God, like not to put a timing on it because there's no timing. Like God's not going to be like, oh yeah, she talked to me at 1030. Like, so I'm going to tell her this at 1030. No, so if, if God wants to tell you something any time of the day, he going to let you know. But I just know for me specifically, that's my time where it's like I'm zoning out into the Lord and that's on period, Right. 
So um, it even says too, like in the Bible, um, this is Psalms 1, uh, verses 2 and 3. It says, um, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night, that person is a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf, leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. So I make it, I feel like I'm really big on, you know, doing what scripture says. Like, cause I, that's our manual to life, sis, the Bible. And if the Bible says that we need to meditate on the law and his word day and night, then that's what I need to be doing to be the best version of myself and to be, and to be, uh, grow my relationship with God and have a stronger relationship with him. That's something I feel is important. I always don't try to just read the scripture, but live out the scriptures because that's the goal. The goal is not only to internalize the scriptures. The goal is to live out the scriptures. So <clears throat> let's get into our next point because I feel like this is a big one. Like our next point is still, we're still ta- on the topic of discipline, right? But I want to get into talking about consistency and structure and how consistency and structure helps you accomplish the goals that you have. Because we all have goals that we want to accomplish this year, right? But the real question is, are we using the skill of time management to accomplish these goals? I have came across um, a few people that asked me, how are you able to juggle, um, you know, everything from your businesses to, you know, life and school and your podcast and, oh, if you're not following us um, on Instagram, follow us because we are more than just a podcast. Follow the movement that God is doing. We are Faith Sisters. It's not we are, but it's just Faith Sisters Official. Faith Sisters underscore official on Instagram. Again, that's Faith Sisters underscore official. Follow us on Instagram. I'll actually drop the name in the description um, box and you can just go ahead and click it and follow us, sis. Follow us um, on the platform because we have so many big things coming for 2022. We actually just did our first event and we had a Bible decor party and we just made our Bibles all pretty, the outsides of it. Um, and Q, I love girly things. I, I was actually inspired by Morgan Tracy J. She's somebody that who I follow. Um, and she has put a huge influence on me and to just like, you know, step out, like step out my comfort zone and start my ministry. Um, cause that is my desire. That's my passion. I feel like that's what God is calling me to do is ministry. I love to minister. I love to share the gospel. I love to share the word of God. I love to read the word of God. I have a huge, huge desire and, and, and just passion about, uh, God and his word. So, um, I really just feel like, it is important for us to acquire this skill because, again, a lot of people feel like time management is a gift. 
because a lot of people in the world are not intentional, nor do they utilize their time wisely for their better good. But time management is a skill. It's an acquired skill. And what that means, it is accomplished through experiences. So the only way that you're going to be able to actually obtain the, the skill set and be successful with time management is if you start implementing it in your life. You start taking action and you start, <clears throat> sorry, I has to throw my throat, and you start actually utilizing your time management, right? Because that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Because we have to go through the, these experiences. We have to actually start putting things in place and start, you know, becoming better with this and creating structure for ourselves to help us better, to help us utilize our time better, right? Being consistent is having structure and prioritizing things in your life. It is the key to stepping out fearless. Starting off the new year, we have all these goals. And a lot of people think that they have to drop their bad habits first. The key is not dropping your bad habits, sis. The key is starting new ones. Starting new ones to allow yourself to accomplish that goal. It's about creating and prioritizing your day. What that means is you want to... What are you putting the most into that values you the most? That is a priority to you. Is Netflix a priority? Priority that you shouldn't. If Nexus is a value and your priority to you, then I see why. I see why you know some people give Netflix a lot of time. A lot of people like to watch TV, but if that's not you, then don't give that all your time. What? Is your what are your priorities? What what are your values? What values you the most? God God values you the most. Put more time into God. Your business values you the most. Values you uh, is a priority. I'm sorry. Your business is a priority. Start putting more time into your business. Your family is a priority. Start putting your time into. You have you have a, these priorities. List them down. List them down and prioritize. What's first? Okay, God is first. God always gets my time first. Then it's my fa- business. That's my. It might be, you know, family day. So right now on my schedule, and my pro- when I'm prioritizing my schedule, family. It's Saturday. I spend I spend the weekends with my family. Family's there. Then it's business. Or a lot of the times, right now, I don't have no kids. I don't have no kids right now. So I could focus on my business a lot of the times. So my priority right now is a little different from somebody who may have a family and a husband at home. But my priority is God, my business, and school, and my family. That's my priorities right now. Prioritizing your day starts off with routines. They st- a person who is consistent with their mut- routine, the more you do things every day, you are creating structure and you are, you are gaining confidence in what you're doing. 
The more you do something, the more you execute something, the more you make it a habit of discipline and routine, the more you are creating that structure, but structure is being organized in something. The more you're creating that, you're creating that structure and you're gaining more confidence in what you're doing. So like, as I said, as I said a couple seconds ago, I know for me, my life is kind of a little hectic right now. I'm in full-time in school, I have a full-time job, I have a full-time business, and of course, I have to pour into my spirit every day, which is my first priority. So my schedule always consists with a lot. Plus, things are always changing for me, depending on the day, depending on what I got the day prior. However, I'm consistent with my priorities and what I value the most. I hope I'm making sense. So before starting your day, before you walk at the door, and after you pray to God, and you give you gave him your de- devotional time, you read your word, you fueled your spirit, I need you to create your schedule for the day. Start writing out your to-do list before and then prioritize it. Prioritize it on what's my what needs to get done first today. I need you to make sure you're doing that. If if you're someone who has a set schedule, maybe you finish school. Maybe you have a set, you know, and you're done with school and you're married. You have your job. Then you have your, you know, you in the morning, you have your morning routine and your life is just structured the same. And it's you have the same routine every single day doesn't switch then that's even better for you. That means it's more easier for you to be organized. It's more easier for you to be structured. It's more easier for you to prioritize your schedule because you have your life consists of the same thing all the time. Which, you know, I always advise people, you know, if you do have the same schedule every day, spice it up a little bit. Start doing things you've never done before. Maybe go, you know, skiing or something or go to the movies. Take yourself out. Take your husband out. You know, take your friend. Go have a girl's night. Something. Like, God wants us to have fun, too. Like, start doing fun things, you know? You know? Like, switch up the schedule a little bit. So, I kind of want to break this down into an example, right? Because I know me, I love examples. So, we have 24 hours in a day, right? I'm going to use myself as an example so we have 24 hours in a day now for me as you guys know the first thing on my mind is God I wake up and he's a priority he's number one in my life before school business family all that he's always first so I always start my day off with God that's a must for me it helps me start my day right it gets my spirit highs. I'm in a good mood. My discernment is high. I feel fueled after praying, reading my word. And a lot of the times um, I'll journal or sometimes I'll sit in silence. Remember I told you like I'll take 15 minutes, whether I'll sit in silence and I'll meditate and I'll wait for God to tell me something, you know, or I'll just a lot of the times I'll just think about how good he is. And that takes me about an hour and a half to two hours, right? Sometimes it may take me longer. Cause a lot of times I throw in a worship, I throw up, I throw worship in there, and I be, I love to sing as a hobby. I don't sound like Beyonce, so don't ask me to sing. <laughs> but I do love to sing. Like, 
Um, and a quick testimony for those that don't know, um, I used to sing really good, but after years of smoking weed and doing things I had no business doing, you know, my voice had the same note anymore, but Holy Spirit, bring that, bring them vocals back, you know? But anyways, and not knocking anybody who does, God wants you to come to him just as you are messed up, bleeding, scars, broken, sinning. He wants he wants you just as you are so he can change your ways and change your heart, right? But anyways, like that so that that's like two hours, right? Then I would say I would do some stuff for school or I'll do some stuff for my business depending on if I have an assignment due and how long it's going to take me to complete it which that can take me a couple of hours, right? That usually takes me, I I work second shift at my job, so this is like before I go to work, right? And I have told myself this year, if I want to hang out or go see a family member, go check up on a family member, if a family member wants to go out to dinner with me, I'm only leaving Saturday nights open. Saturdays are my content days, so I'm always creating content for my business in the daytime in Saturday. And if anybody does want to spend time with me, like say I want to catch up with my sister or um, my uncle or my aunt or something like that, um, it's going to have to be on a Saturday night. And I'm sticking to that and I'm sticking by that. And that's just that because, you know, family is important. I feel like that community is important. Getting out, having a good time is crucial, like. Don't work your butt off and not just live life. Still, God wants us to enjoy his creation. Enjoy life. Go out there and live, sis. Okay? But also get the work done, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that um, that consists of, you know, a couple of hours, right? So let's say, you know, I worked on that for like two hours, three hours, four hours. Now... Now I have to go to work. So let's say I work eight hours. Let's really say 10 because the commute, depending on the commute and depending on the day, you might have different shifts like me. I have different uh, shifts, different times. Uh, uh, like Mondays and Tuesdays, I work late. Um, Sundays, I, have, I work like all day at my job. And then Wednesday, I'm off early. And I'm off Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So your day might consist differently your commute might be differently so i'm gonna leave it between an eight hour to 12 hour gap so that means you really only have about six hours left because you need you need your eight hour sleep right so when i come home for example let's say i come home from work i have to utilize my time right now and i know everything is fighting for your time right now between those hours especially if you have a family especially if you have a boyfriend husband Whatever, like, I know a lot of things are fighting for your time in that moment, but it's important to be intentional with that time. And that's why I say stick to a schedule, stick to a routine. Not saying that you're putting your family on routine, but your your husband knows, your family knows, you know, you got to provide, you got to, you got dreams to accomplish, you got a vision that God wants you to fall through with, and you got to get that done. That's important to you, to others, to God, it's important. So when I come home, I love to watch my sermons. Um, I'll study some of my favorite um, people like Sarah Jakes, 
T.D. Jakes. I love Michael Todd. I love um, my my preachers. Um, and I, I'm starting to get into Brian Karn, um, John Ed, Edkiston, Ed, John Edston, something like that. I just started um, watching him. Um, him and he teaches me a lot. He is such an apost uh, apostolic for God, an apostle for God, and he is um, just like so, 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 so influential. Um, I love it, but I watch him sometimes, and then um, I might want to um, read my Bible. Sometimes I want to read my Bible a little bit more, or read a book that has to involved with personal development. I am huge on personal development. Like, I feel that we should all be taking the practical steps to improve ourselves every single day. And I have a passion for leadership. You might have a pa a passion for uh, teaching or whatever that may be, you know? Even if it's fashion, learn about fashion. Learn, like... Do the do just or read a book that can help you with, you know, become the best, you know, person for in relationships and how to maintain relationships. Because I feel that I'm gonna go back into like, you know, I really like the gift of leadership and also I like I like to read about maintaining and making relationships with people. Cause, you know, that I just love that. I love, you know, to meet people and talk with people and grow relationships with people I really like that and so and I also feel like these skills can help you in so many different areas of your life especially if you are in business those qualities are a must like they're a must -ist. so this usually like takes me a couple of hours um to do or just maybe like an hour or two or like or actually longer than that. Like, I'm usually home studying for a while. I would say a couple hours. I love to watch them. And sometimes I'll be up till like 3.30 in the morning. I do not advise that. I don't have to wake up early and I still get things done. So, you know, so, and I don't have no kids. So, my schedule may be different from yours, you know? Excuse me. Um, But, uh taking notes from my podcast, pouring out into my business. So those are the things that I like to spend um, my time with when I come home. So after that, I would say like I, if I have a few hours in the meantime um, and I just have some extra uh, time to spare then that means I'll make a few phone calls you know or if I even have to make maybe I have to make a few phone calls you know I will make sure I'll list all of the important phone calls first everything that I need to get done and then maybe I'll call a friend or I'll call a family member and chit chat for a few you know and then I'll start my evening routine which is reflecting on my day spending more time with God winding down how I describe my evening routine so once I'm done with all of that, now we have reached about 16 hours of our day. For me, I, I, at that point, I reached about 16 hours of my day. And I need a full eight hours of sleep so I can give 100% the next day. Like, maybe that might not be for everybody. Some people can live off just two hours of, of, of sleep. But I know for me, 
I can't. I need my full hours. I need, and my best friend would tell you, like, I need, because me and my best friend live together. That's like my sister. But she'll tell you, I need my full eight hours of sleep. Like, and how, and also, too, I have learned this the hard way, guys. It is so detrimental not getting proper sleep like rest is so important guys taking care of your body is so important if you're not taking care of yourself there's no way that you're going to be able to pour into other people there's no way you're going to be able to stay focused on a task and giving it your entire best sooner or later your body will clash i'm telling you or you will start to get like super moody and you'll start to like make up excuses on why you can't do things or why you didn't even feel like doing them. And honestly, I'm all about the same execution over excuses. You want something done, you got to get it done. You got to do it. You got to stick to your plan and you got to execute it. We can put all our faith in God to help us get the things that we want to accomplish done. But what? But faith without works is dead. God wants partnership with you guys. He wants you to give, to give you. He wants you to give everything that you could on the inside of you. He wants you to see what what he can trust you with. Can he trust you with resources? Can he trust you with businesses? Can he trust you with um, the man that you're praying for? God needs you to also do the practical things you need to do to help yourself grow into that person or help yourself grow as a person in general. I think that is so important. So sis, I really, really hope this podcast helped you. I pray that, you know, maybe this podcast is going to help you step into the new year fearless and disciplined and I hope I really just made it very important on how important it is that you are stepping into the new fearless and how it changes the trajectory of your life and how being disciplined changes the trajectory of your life it's so important to get these things accomplished guys like seriously but i love you sis so 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 much so much i'm so excited to just continue to start this new year with you and give you some good tips and i really really um want you guys to go to instagram write a, don't forget to write a review if you can please i would be so grateful for that if you can just go on apple podcast and write a review let me know how you feel about the podcast let me know what else do you want me to share with you guys what you want to hear from me within the podcast i love to get some feedback from you guys it helps me um just serve you guys better but I love you so much. I hope you have a blessed, blessed week. And I will see you guys next month with a new podcast. I love you. God bless you. And remember, you are beautiful and you can step into this new year fearless. With You can do anything with Christ in the inside of you. And you can become disciplined. And once you become disciplined and once you create that structure, girl, you are unstoppable. Remember that. Okay, I love you and I'll talk to you later.